Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the season finale of season three, episode seven. <laughs> yes, of the Soul Brew podcast, of which today's going to be called Follow Your Dream. Before we get to that, we should introduce the coffee that we're drinking, or mm-hmm. not we have we have drank you have drank i have drank the coffee has been drank (laughs) the coffee drank good very tasted (laughs) tastes very good me likey we i drank yeah you drank a coffee from ewan wilson up in emu view brew crew so that's a tough title that's a tough title and he serves full circle coffee which is roasted in dublin i believe yeah it's roasted in dublin I've met one of their staff, Meg, uh, who super Meg coffee. I think you can check her out on Instagram. She's very cool. Knows a lot about coffee, um, and really nice guys. And we had mentioned full circle actually <laughs> two episodes two ago. episodes ago, <laughs> and realizing that there's a coffee roaster named it as well. Yeah, and luckily Emu View Brew Crew in the funny <laughs> serves it up, so uh, that was delicious. Are you actually saying words or just like <laughs> rhyming stuff off? <laughs> just making a noise. <laughs> <laughs> and before we get on to the title of the episode and what we're going to be discussing today we have a bit of feedback from last week's episode with Mara Hunter which was quite overwhelming we got a lot of messages and really appreciate all those um, on the Instagram and the Facebook and the likes um, so we've seen a lot of your comments and appreciate the feedback and people seem to really enjoy it um, and I know even my own cousins um who also brought up near me and Aiden, um, really enjoyed it and had some good laughs at, at the conversation between Aiden and Mara and loved her laugh and some of the stories and even the the fact that uh, one of my cousins was saying about how Mara sort of repeated the questions back as if you're mad for asking them sort of thing. <laughs> she probably did think I was mad for asking them. I've asked all these questions before, so when I was probably asking them, Again, she's like, why are you asking me this again? But it's been recorded. Um, I We got loads of feedback and I think it struck a chord with a lot of people and their own grannies. Um, and we have a message here from Kerry who said she lasted six minutes and 26 seconds until she burst out crying. And she lost her granny in November and she was 98, which is incredible. Wow. Uh, and only wish she did something like this. You'll treasure this for the rest of your days. Well done. Um so got loads of messages like that there which i kind of expected would bring things up for people and then actually on sunday evening um i went to the pub and had a pint with dad and watched the end of the Donegal and Derry game and uh, a neighbor first come up to me a neighbor who would never speak to me or like (laughs) well and he he just i could see him out of the corner of my eye approach me and he goes you need to get that woman to have her own series now. <laughs> a new spin-off series. And I was like, did you listen to it? He says, we all listened to it and I'm going to listen to it again. And he and I was just the most unsuspecting person to listen to wow. a podcast. It was great. And um, he just complimented on how, like, especially when we touched about religion and she just was like, it's good to have it, but she didn't like force it down anyone's neck mm-hmm. or anything like that there. And, so he was really respectful of that. And just, again, just, I was just shocked. I was like, I can't believe you had listened to it. And uh, he said, I'm going to play, he was going to play it for his own mother as well. Brilliant. So. That's class, yeah. A couple of other people said they were going to play it for people that would have known Mara yeah. uh, from years ago and stuff like that. And their own, um, it just seems to have known so many people. So there's a lot of people. <laughs> Imagine being, she had Instagram, how many. Oh, that's what I was saying. I was saying yeah. last, I should She's be. some network for like, Mm. We had we had to figure out um something the last day with our friend Hannah who does our photography and stuff of how Hannah was related to somebody else and Hannah didn't know but my granny knew. She figured out she was able to go back through the people and figure it out. She would have to go back three generations and yeah. oh sure I remember <laughs> yeah. such and such. It's mad. It was brilliant, yeah. And a few other messages then about people saying they're gonna try do something similar with their own grandparents which is and really it was lovely a great thing to have yeah uh, i'd really encourage it for everyone i had read somewhere again i i've said this so many times over the podcast read somewhere um but a good piece of advice was with your loved ones 
not only to take photos of them but to take videos of them so you can see their mannerisms and you can hear their voice and stuff because with a photo obviously you can't uh, so I'm very glad that I have that recording I don't have any video footage of it uh, she had specifically asked beforehand not for it to be recorded on video right um, but at least we have that and I think it's a good thing to do with loved ones is to have video footage of people as well as photos yeah. so thank you all for your feedback and for listening and the main message I took from it was about we don't have to go flat out all the time sometimes mm. just slow down and enjoy doing nothing doing none I love some of the sayings that she had um, was because she talked about tea she said I'm not daft on tea either it's like <laughs> I've not heard that before. No, I'm not daft on that. I thought that was great. It's a great little turn yeah. of phrase, isn't it? Um, we're going to talk. We had mentioned in the first episode of the episode season, episode one of season three, that we were going to read The Alchemist and mm-hmm. we were going to do sort of like a, a book review on it at the end of the season. If you have not read The Alchemist, then you should probably turn this podcast off now because it will be a spoiler. Yeah, if you want it, yeah. if you don't want it spoiled, if you want it spoiled, if you do don't want to read the book but want to get our just of the book, then continue listening to the podcast. Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah, Aiden, how did you enjoy reading the book? <laughs> <laughs> and so Stephen sat out for Granny's podcast, and I'm going to sit out for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> <and> Steve- <laughs> Steve is going to finish the podcast up. Because we did that episode actually a good month before we put it out. It was probably three months ago we did it. Really? And yeah. no, it's hardly it? three months. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. So plenty of time to get a book read, I would yeah. suggest. Um, so I read it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's actually, I read it within a week or two. And it's actually been so long now since I read it that I nearly forget the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I read it and highlighted a few points and to be honest the story itself we're not going to talk about that much but just taking snippets oh, from it well we are yeah but we're going to take snippets from it there's a lot of learning in the book so I have confession to make go on <laughs> I didn't read the book but <gasps> I did listen to the book very good and so I've got it done, Stephen. But I've been holding Stephen out all morning. He thought that I had read the book. You bluffer. <laughs> Bluff. So I listened to the book. Um, and one thing I'm going to say is you definitely should, definitely better to read the book because there's so many nuggets in it that you would like to highlight. And so what I had to do, uh, I listened to it when I was driving. I was taking screenshots of timestamps and going back and listening to it because it is a frustratingly packed full of nuggets book. Yeah, and it's only a small book. Yeah, it's really small. Like, and the f- I've highlighted a number of things. Maybe you want to explain what the yeah. book is sort of about before you go into the highlights. Yeah, but I was just going to yeah. say I've highlighted other things, but you could read it and not highlight the things I had and mm. picked at ten different things to highlight because there's just so many little bits. So <clears throat> it's a fable about following your dream. And it sort of combines magic, mystic, mysticism, wisdom, and wonder. And basically it starts off with a shepherd who has a number of sheep. And, and dreams. Dreams of... Actual sleeping dreams. Yes. Yeah. He has dreams and he's interpreting. Interpret, interpreting? He starts listening to them, I guess. Yeah. 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 And he starts to follow them and tries to... It's a dream about gold, isn't it? Or it's a dream treasure. about a treasure, yeah. Yeah, or, or personal legend. Yes. Yeah. Now, now who remembers? <laughs> no. <laughs> so he's following that with a view of trying to find his personal legend or his treasure, whatever that might be. And that leads him down a path of wonderment. And this is set back in... Uh, Back in the day, I don't know what year. It doesn't say what year. Granny Mara, she'll know what it was set. <laughs> I remember well. I. <laughs> it's set. It's set from the shepherd in Spain, and um, as some of you may know, I actually uh, am into tattoos and stuff. And I thought you were going to say into sheep. 
was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> uh, on on my hip bone, I have ohm writing, which is the writing that you'll find in New Grange. Um, and it's the ohm writing that I have on my hip is, um, it's Irish and it's Landu, which is follow yours. And at the end of the writing, I have like this little dream catcher and it's follow your dreams that I have an ohm writing on my hip and you would never guess it it's not very like uh, the cheesy follow your dreams is actually a bit of thought went into this nice. um, and this book is about this young fella going off on the I suppose the adventure of his lifetime mm-hmm. um, to find his personal legend and um, to he, he kind of ends up right at the very end of the book you don't get to the very and this is why there could be some spoilers you don't get to the very end until you figure out the, sort of the conclusion of the book which is it takes him right back to where he started it takes him right back to the tree that he was sleeping under and that is where the treasure is buried but he has to go away off on this mad adventure um crosses the desert goes to africa um and yeah. he ends up right back to where he was meant to be mm-hmm. but he had to go through all the rigmarole before he figured that out and i think it's just a, a, a journey of of finding your home but you probably already are home yes but you need to go away and do your do your travels do your thing it's something i relate to so much when if i think back 10 years ago when i was living in rural donegal where we are now couldn't wait to get out of donegal there's nothing to do here and you know, blah, blah. Went and lived in Sligo and Dublin for a while and then eventually went travelling to a few different countries around the world and always seeking that next best thing kind of thing. And it's only really about two, three years, the last two, three years that I've realised actually everything I want is already here at home. Family, friends the nature and beauty of where we live we're quite lucky where we live mm-hmm. that we have numerous beaches and forest parks and all that so it's very similar that I went following this dream of living in different countries and traveling different countries and it's all just here everything that is in them countries is here just as you good you end up back in Donegal so you back in dream it's the most Donegal person thing ever is that. it <laughs> The most doing all person thing ever. Um, I like the book, and funny, I don't want to keep crossing over um, podcasts, but growing up, I would have heard a lot of That's a Good Omen. Mm-hmm. And I never would have like clicked, but the book is all about following the omens. And um, we would probably say, Listening to your gut, but the boy in the book talks about listening to his heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the timestamps that I stopped was why do people stop listening to their hearts and the heart in the book the heart replies to him and says well we keep talking but we don't actually want to be heard because listening to your heart will make you suffer and hearts don't like to suffer as in the fact that if you really listen to your heart and and follow things you're more than likely going to have to sacrifice things or um in your instance like to go away like you have to leave your family behind and I know you were away when um, things weren't so good at home and mm-hmm. you suffer because of that because you're following your heart um, so it says in the book that the heart slowly over time starts to quieten is that the right word? quieten yeah quieten. I think so and we would probably say maybe like listen to your gut mm. um, and then he in the book he promises his heart that he's going to never stop listening to his heart and he asks it to speak up um, and say that he's going to listen to it and so throughout the book then he follows these omens um, Mm -hmm. and he follows his heart what his heart is saying yeah and there's a lot it's kind of not religious but it kind of touches on a bit of religion and that mysticism and following omens and the gods <clears throat> and all that sort of stuff. But it's, it's 
puts it in a way that's just so relatable and even though this book set hundreds and hundreds of years ago I think everyone can relate to it now and just put your own twist on it um, in the book and even when I was looking through what I have highlighted there everything I've highlighted you can take completely out of context and it still means something even if you don't know the story never read it each of the quotes that I have or most of them it just can be stand out alone and I would say we could only have a five ten minute conversation on each one of them mm-hmm. but in terms that's of the frustrating part about the book yes. that's what I found like to be critical of the book it's frustrating because because the story is so good and so captivating um, you don't want to stop well I was listening to it but I do remember mm-hmm. reading the book you don't want to stop and highlight and pull things apart because the story's so good. Yeah. You want to see what happens, but there is loads of little bits that you could stop and and pull apart for yourself. Yeah. So I think that's kind of a full story. Um, and again, that's only touching on it. There's so much more that happens that we we would suggest you have a read or a listen if you can. But we might just pull out some stuff from yeah. it. And what kinda... is what's the last omen that you've actually been like? Oh. That I've followed, yeah, or that you, that you, even that you were like, oh, that's a good, that's a good omen. Do you believe in them? I suppose. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I do. Okay. Uh, which actually brings me on to the first thing that I have okay. uh, highlighted here, which I'll, I'll say, and then we can kind of talk about two of them things. So the boy asks, what? Is the world's greatest lie? To which one of the other characters replies, It is this that at a certain point in our lives we lose control of what's happening to us and our lives become controlled by fate. That is the world's greatest lie. As far as I remember, it doesn't he say what the world's greatest truth is a couple of like pages onwards? Ah, but I don't have that idea. That's okay. Mind. Yeah, that's all right. But I think he does. Yeah, but I think so, but I think the reason I pulled that out is sometimes I do I have a lot of conflicting thoughts on this sometimes I'm like you know is that omens is that a good sign but then other times I'm like I'm in control of my life I choose how I react to situations how I conduct myself how I like to think that I have control as opposed to handing over to fate Mm -hmm. what do you think Do you think, though, like, I suppose, yeah, <clears throat> I guess it's just a nice way of wrapping it up that, like, even though you've gone away and done your travels and lived in these countries and seen these countries and done these things, it was fit for you to end up back in Donegal again. Whereas the more, and we've done this probably actually from the positive intelligence course, you're a hyper-rational person. Mm-hmm. And so your rationality would be like, yeah, but I decided to come back to Donegal. That was my decision to do that and my decision to go away and my decision to do this. So that's probably your rational mind yeah. that's saying that that it wasn't fate, that it was you. Um, whereas I'm a bit more of a dreamer, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sometimes my head bees in the clouds and I would say it was fate that you were meant to be back in Donegal. Uh-huh. And there's no right or wrong. No. We, we don't know. I mean, I just like thinking that if things are bad, it's I can still pull myself out of it. That's mm-hmm. why I like the control thing that, okay, things are going bad. I can choose now these things that'll help me and help the situation. Whereas if you're leaving the fate, you're like, oh, this is meant to happen to me. I'm meant to suffer. And you, mm-hmm. it, it can be a bit damaging that way. But mm-hmm. it can also be helpful that, you know, it's meant to happen, fate, therefore I can carry on. And some sort of combination of both is probably a good thing. Yeah, I think if you were to leave it up to fate, the inevitable would happen. Whereas, like, it would, um, if you're not trying to pull yourself out of a hole or trying to move yourself forward, that you're probably just going to stay stuck there. Mm-hmm. You know, if you say, if you kind of throw caution to the wind and say, oh, sure, look, we'll just leave it up to fate, sort it. Whereas, like, if you are in a bad place or not in a place where you want to be you definitely have choice over getting yourself out of there and equally you have choice of getting yourself into that position in the first place as well yeah um 
and that would tie back into the book again though like are you listening to your heart are you listening to your gut in those situations where you maybe feel yourself starting to go downhill or yeah are you letting that happen or are you choosing to let that happen are, are you choosing to let that happen or is it going to happen anyway yeah we don't know Either, neither is right neither is wrong it, was interesting. it seems to be like a lot of our podcasts I know kind of going back to two episodes ago yeah um, and then I suppose I'm just going to sort of read out random quotes and get your thoughts on it and another thing that again this hit home because I had to travel and go away before I realised how good things are at home and in the story he meets a lot of characters um, and one is a baker who always wanted to travel but when it, so when he was a child his dream was of travelling but he decided first to buy a bakery and put some money aside. And as the years passed, he stopped listening to his heart, which wanted to travel, and started thinking, I'm making money, I can't travel, because mm-hmm. then I'll not make money anymore. And then 20, 30 years go by, and the dream is gone. Mm-hmm. And I've just settled for the safe option, I guess, um, of putting money aside, and then the the dream to travel never actually happened the dream to travel never happens and uh, there could be people that might relate to that maybe not you had talked before about that about um, when you were building the world that time <laughs> yeah and you found a lot of people in construction you know because obviously it's well paid work and that mm-hmm. and people go in for X amount of money or X amount of time and then try to get back out of it again but they never do you know? they, they never keep working do. more, keep working more, more like a fear of not keeping that money coming in yeah and then and it's a genuine thing mm-hmm. like you know you can see why it happens and you can see why people stop listening to their dreams because i guess reality starts kicking in and yeah we're not going to get into that because we've already sort of talked about that but the more you probably start earning the bigger your other dreams get so maybe you want a bigger house or maybe you mm-hmm. want a better car and so you have you know you have to keep working whereas maybe that's why a lot of people travel after college or they go away and yeah. fulfill those dreams first. Well, I suppose that in the story of the baker bought his bakery and then he had something that had to keep him here. Mm. And because of because he wanted to make some money first. Whereas if he had travelled and then come back, he could have still done that. He could have still done that. And God knows what he would have learned and seen nah. that he could have brought back that would have been even better or yeah yeah, you know so it's just kind of a again there's a lot of sadness in the book a lot of sadness yeah Yeah. and the glass merchant is the same Mm -hmm. there's a lot of characters he was meant to go on his um, his uh, trip to Mecca and he never went Mm -hmm. so it's interesting that a lot of the characters he meets along the way have similar sort of yeah because so um, to go back into the story um this young guy is on his path to find his treasure and he falls in love halfway through the story mm-hmm. with this girl um, and when things are getting tough and tight in the story he feels like well sure he's already got his treasure his treasure being the woman that he has found so why would he push on why would he keep going and um, the other character in the story says you could do that and for the first year you'll be content and you'll be happy with your new wife and he says and maybe in the second year you'll start to think about the journey that you're on that you didn't finish and the third year will get louder and louder and then you'll have to live with that and by the fourth year it's gone the dream is gone forever you're never going to get to relive it and so when it's getting tight in the story and he wants to give up and he he wants to stop following his dream because he he's technically found his treasure of a wife he keeps pushing on with it even though he wants to give up Mm -hmm. I know and it's I think I see that a lot or and I I mean relationships is a hard one because if you find someone you love you want to stay with them and Mm -hmm. you want to sacrifice but in the long run as you say as the years go by it could just play at you and hurt you and you could end up resenting that person mm-hmm. and I actually talk about that for taking that from him and in the in the book she is a woman of the desert 
and seems to be a very wise woman of the desert and mm-hmm. she knows that she says in the book that no woman should get in the way of a man's personal legend because women of the desert know that the men are going to come back to them mm-hmm. or hope that they're going to come back to them and so she lets him go she encourages him to go and find his personal legend and we had talked about this actually um i can't remember what episode it was but i was reading the book for my psychotherapy and counseling course and it was young mm-hmm. and it was that um his his whole thing was um i get the right word now induvation which is individualism which is the man or the boy is to go away on the adventure of his lifetime and want a place for himself in the world in terms of what he does and go out and seek a wife now obviously you could take that mm-hmm. anyway but that that was one of the huge stages of life that um young was fascinated with and this book is is something similar of that and when you had mentioned the book to me in season one i was like i've already got some content that i can drop in there brilliant that's kind of, yeah because like <coughs> story's amazing and it's about that sort of thing that sometimes if you take a risk or follow something for yourself if it's someone that you love if they really love you they'll support that you know mm-hmm to a certain extent, it's different if you're, oh, I'm going to head off for five years here. <laughs> <laughs> Go and walk about for five years, leaving three children behind. Yeah, that's a bit different. Yeah. But, you know, that if that dream is there, it'll never go away. It'll just keep itching. Yeah. and But eventually, I think what the book was saying was the dream won't go away, but the opportunity to do it will. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. And then you might end up becoming bitter and resentful for not doing it or not following yeah. it through. The more responsibilities you have, the less likely yeah. you are to. So basically, it. don't get married, don't have children. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll wrap it up there. <laughs> um, so I'm going to read random quotes because, again, look, sometimes I was reading pages and I just had. You have to put the book down sometimes. Well, I felt and you're on But sometimes I'm just put the book down and just think about a quote or what I just read and be like, my God, yeah, it just sort of hits home a little bit. Okay. Um, and there's wisdom but also like a little bit of encouragement and stuff so this completely out of context there was nothing to hold him back except himself we set our own barriers in front of ourselves all the time Mm -hmm. I can't do that because or this won't work because and it's you that sets the barrier there Mm -hmm. nobody else (gasps) another one don't forget that everything you deal with is only one thing and nothing else. <laughs> Hit me with what you think about that. Why did why did you highlight that one? I highlight that one because sometimes we get stressed and think about so much stuff. Whereas whatever you're doing is just one thing. Mm-hmm. I can only do one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. So if I'm doing it, do it. Get it done to the best of your ability. Then move on to the next but if you're doing one thing and thinking about another thing that might be stressing you, you end up doing nothing. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, you paralyze yourself. Paralyze yourself. Oh my God, you've highlights on every page. I don't, I don't have everything now. <laughs> so I'll just do some quick fire yeah. quote here. The secret of happiness is to see all the marvels of the world and never to forget the drops of oil on the spoon. Remember oh, that, I that remember. Story? That's a great story. That's actually a great parable. Yeah. Now, could we go into that parable? Yeah, you need you need to give you need to give some feedback there. Do you remember it? I remember briefly. I remember it. Okay, go on into it. Um, the boy goes to this temple. Yes. Of the wisest man. Yes. In the world, and he's waiting and waiting and to speak to him and the wise man says did you look around at all the beautiful things that I have here and the boy says no he says I've been waiting and he says he puts two drops of oil on a spoon and he says whatever you do when you look around do not drop the the oil out of the spoon so the wee fella walks around at this incredible building and looks at all the beautiful art or doesn't look actually that's the thing he doesn't look at all the beautiful Mm -hmm. stuff and he comes back to the wise man and he has the two drops of oil on the spoon 
and the wise man asks him you know did you see this and did you see that and everything and the boy's like no he's like I was concentrating on the oil and he said you need to go again and look at everything and the young guy takes off again looks around and he comes back and the wise man goes where's the oil and the little guy says well I didn't I didn't pay attention to the oil because I was looking at all the beautiful things and he says you need to look you need to essentially what the part of the story was you can go and look at all these beautiful things and do all these things but you need to remember what's important and in the book I think that was subjective to like maybe that's your friends maybe that's your family maybe that's um the talent that you're really good at as long as you come back to that and and remember that but you can't go away for you can't solely focus on your family and your friends and your talent nor can you just throw them away and look at all the beautiful stuff and forget about everyone you have to try and find that balance of both that's what that does so read the quote again that's her yeah so that's her quote he the wise man ends with a quote saying the secret of happiness is to see all the marvels of the world and to never forget the drops of oil on the spoon i love the way that i'm remembering way more from the book than you are (laughs) and coming into this you listened recently you listened the last week coming into this podcast you're like oh i'm gonna have to carry this young fellow the whole trip (laughs) so Look there, you could literally, there's sometimes I have pages highlighted here because they have parables and little stories. So within this book, there's little stories like that, you know, that are Mm -hmm. two, three pages within a page, within a couple, it's about 120 pages altogether. So like there's little snippets like that, that again, taken out of context, there's so much learning in that. Mm -hmm. That's a story in itself. It's a story in itself. And just is just told it oh, you did yeah you okay did I have a I have a question for you then if, if we're not going to continue to keep reading out quotes or is there something there that you're looking at no nah, keep going um, where are you on your personal legend I don't know I don't I'm always open to change which actually was just the quote I was reading there. Funny enough, that that's why exactly why I said change. So I, I'll build this into it. I said <laughs> I don't want to change anything because I don't know how to deal with change. I'm used to being the way I am. Whereas I would say that relates to me because I feel the opposite. Change is good. We should be forever changing and becoming a better version of yourself. Become more more aware of what you like what you want to do for me I don't know exactly what my personal agent is I'm always trying to find it I have a rough gauge and I feel I'm on the path towards it but there's a lot of bridges to cross before I get to it I feel what about you? that is such a crap answer (laughs) that is so vague what do you want I don't know what my personal agent is I don't know I don't think anyone knows okay he says the treasure is at home but tre- yeah, well he doesn't know that until the very end yeah but he finds out the treasure is at home but it doesn't actually say what the treasure is no but he but he has faith in, in something that he's on the that he he's looking for his treasure mm. I think in the book it, it's riches right he kind of he has a brave idea that is riches and that's when why when he meets the woman that he loves that he thinks that he's found the treasure or whatever but the riches are just they could be anything in the book it's actual gold or whatever mm-hmm. but it could be the riches of your life which yeah. could be anything exactly. it could be time it could be freedom it could be financial it could be finding a wife or a husband or whatever but he knows that he's looking for it and he's listening to the omens and he's listening to his heart so apart from vague victor who just gave us an answer there what's your heart saying and in the grand scheme of like the last couple of months like you know like are you working towards something are you are you getting pulled in a direction that you think that you're going towards and these questions also i'm asking whoever is listening to this this question as well so you can if you want to stop and pause the podcast for a second and reflect on this this would be a good time to do so 
Yeah, I'll just pause. Pause there for half an hour. <laughs> Give me a bit of time yeah. to answer this. I don't think I know what my personal agent is yet. I don't think I think I'm on the journey like he is. That so obviously, and on this read the book, we'll know that he becomes a glass merchant for a while. He travels the desert for a while. He does this. He does that. I'm still doing the things, trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my personal agent is yet. I don't know what. Neither did he. Yes, but he found it. And when he found it, he but knew But he it. knew he was on the path for it. Yes. But I think he was embracing it. And not once in the book did he say, I don't know what my personal legend is. Mm-hmm. You know, so do you think you are putting your own roadblocks in front of yourself there saying, I don't know. Hold on now. <laughs> <laughs> He's on. shaking his head already before you even get the, get the question out there. Do you think you could use your language differently there and say, I am looking or I am searching rather than saying, I don't know. But that's exactly what I did say. And you said it was a crap answer. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you want from me here? And I said, I'm on the path to it. Yeah. And I said, I have lots of bridges crossed and I'm working towards it. And you said that was a crap answer. (laughs) So now you're telling me maybe I should answer like that. No, but it's more like your answer to me was just like, I really don't know. But I, but no, but I actually uh, initially said I'm working, I'm working towards it. Okay. Tell, but tell me more about that then. Give me like more. What do you think that you're working towards or what's happened in the last couple of months or that you feel is going to happen in the next couple of months that's moving you in that direction? How do you know that you're working towards it essentially? I know that what I want is in the area of helping people mm-hmm. through health and well-being and I initially wanted if I go way back I always wanted to be a P teacher mm-hmm. then I was continuing the path to f- become a P teacher through the long way because I didn't get enough points to b- do it directly and then I realised actually I don't want to be that I enjoyed health promotion and then I started in that path and then it eventually led me to stopping that altogether to take a break and then go back on that path again so it's something that I'm continuing to work towards something along the lines of setting up my own business that will improve and empower the health and well-being of people in Donegal, maybe Ireland. Much better answer. (laughs) It's way better. Yeah. And it's so good because you go back and and you explain the path of of the zigzags, you know, so I, but I can't say what my personalized treasure is because that yeah, can change yeah, again course, in yeah. five years' time. Yeah, but that's what I'm working towards. Yeah, so that's the draw. That's the pull. The pull is is the helping and empowering of other people. Yes, and where that is taking you to is, I guess, the, the fable the story. Yes, and this podcast is part of that journey because that's exactly what we're trying to do. Yeah, empower people to talk more about the yeah. topics we talk about and in the long run hopefully improve their health mm-hmm. in some capacity yeah so this is part of it but well obviously ideally I love this podcast as our full time job <laughs> that'd be great but I have to work towards other stuff as well yeah, of course and, yeah I mean I'm working towards that in a certain way but I can't rely on that so I'm working on multiple things great answer and I really hope that um people have actually paused the podcast and tried to answer that themselves because that's that's one of those questions that's really not easy to answer unless you have someone sitting opposite you and and stalls you a little bit and and starts picking at things because i know when i try to answer questions like that myself i'm like skipping over it i'm like i don't want to answer that but it's like when you like stop and you have someone kind of sitting waiting on an answer and now everyone knows stephen doke's personal legend and, on. and now I'm going to have to ask you the same thing no <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time and, oh, oh god we're out of time oh well <laughs> see you in season 4 <laughs> <laughs> go on give it a lash um, I found the part that I had talked about in the, in the book about listening to your heart was the one that, that really had stood out to me and 
something that I'm actually genuinely trying to work on again is trying to re-establish that connection with my heart or with my gut as we would say um because I hadn't been listening to it I think okay I had been listening to my maybe my dictator more or whatever yeah um and so I kind of lost track of all that again so actually even just since listening to the book I'm much trying to much more pay attention to the signs and listen listening to my body about decisions that I'm trying to make mm-hmm. um and very much my own personal legend I think really is is to have conversations with people I think that's generally what I'm supposed to do um and since since starting Kibben um I feel like I'm starting to live that for sure and on Sunday there is no you you were up on Saturday Saturday but on Sunday there was like sun was shining there was like loads of people there I could hear laughter I was facilitating good conversation people were drinking good coffee hopefully (laughs) Um, and I was like I'm doing the right thing I just had that overwhelming feeling of I'm doing the right thing um and last week I was in County Dublin and I still do a, a tiny bit of online coaching for a couple of select clients and I was sitting on bread 41 and I was going through their check-ins and stuff and I was on my laptop and I just had this sort of epiphany and really good twice baked almond croissants by the way but the reason I ended up in coffee was from my coaching days because I spent a lot of time in cafes on my laptop in between clients or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm running something in coffee myself and I was sitting in bread 41 and, and I was doing the check-ins and I was like, the reason that you're running your own cafe is because you're doing what you're doing right now. And it was like, you've, you've gone full circle and you're doing what hey, <laughs> you're do you're doing what it got you into it in the first place and I just had this I don't know a completeness feeling it was just a really really good feeling and it just kind of just was in, in the cafe and just had like a really good smile to myself and if anyone's looking at me creepy <laughs> <laughs> I was doting uh, so I very much feel like I'm on back on track again which is a very welcome feeling because there was a lot of days over the last couple of years an incredible amount of days actually that I sat at this kitchen table pulling my hair out and not knowing what I was supposed to be doing and not knowing what I wanted to do and the frustration of that was like horrendous it Mm -hmm. really was Um, and found myself like reading loads of books and doing loads of questionnaires and just trying to find anything that I could and, and nothing was coming you know I just didn't know what I wanted to do or what I was supposed to do and it was really it was really starting to get to me it was days here that like just would just start crying because of the frustration of not knowing and COVID was a huge part of that and there wasn't a white lot that you could do at the same time and but as things slowly started to get better and I was I'd pick the direction I was like right this is it I'm going to move in the direction of coffee and there was days that nothing happened and I was like looking for locations and trying to get something up and running and nothing was happening. And I remember I rang Stephen Bell one day from Bell Lane and I, I just asked him about, I was like, how much is this machine going to cost me? And because there was not this day, there was nothing happening. I had exhausted all possibilities and there was nothing on my list to do. And I was like, I can't, I have to do something. So I rang him and I asked him about a machine and he's like, have you a location yet? And I was like, no, I don't. I said, I don't have a location yet, but I was like, I know it's coming. Like, And he's like, so you're looking for the cart before the horse? And I was like, yeah, but if I don't do something today that's going to move me a tiny bit in that direction, I'm going to crack. And and the location started to come. You know, I just had that sort of, I was like, I'm stalled, but I need to do something. And so I just picked up the phone and rang him, even though I would literally nothing yeah but i knew it was coming or i just had that belief that something was going to come off it and it did and yeah 
Here we go. Here we go. <coughs> that was some tangent, was it? It was a great tangent. I okay. enjoyed every word of it. And <laughs> but it just shows though that you're at the height of frustration, but you still kept going. And that's a sign of resilience. That it was very it was very easy for you to just give up there. The easy option was give up and go back to an old job or take something that you didn't really want and you would have suffered even more even though you were suffering in that moment mm-hmm. you would have suffered even more in the long run if you had a settled for what you didn't want mm-hmm. essentially so you're just and the dream would have probably died eventually yeah <clears throat> you're just striving to be better and better good for you thanks I wasn't expecting to tell that story. No, it was I. It was great. <laughs> can I do one more quote? Can I? You can, yeah. The last one was quite nice and it kind of ties in with your story. And it's kind of what alchemists do. What they do is they show that when we strive to become better than we are, everything around us becomes better too. That's a great quote. It's a great quote. I probably have another 30 quotes there, <laughs> I did, which will not go about. Um, you could break that down so much more that book but I think your story there kind of sums it up that if we have a dream it's worth following and keep going and don't give up and that dream can get you into random places and sometimes a tangent is what might you might need to follow Mm -hmm. just to get there yeah and I also believe that your dream the one thing that I don't like is this, you know, dr- dream big or whatever. It doesn't need to be big. It just needs to be your dream. Yes. And your dream can be as simple as or as complicated as as long as it's yours. So I hate this sort of pressure of, oh, you need to dream big. You absolutely do not need to dream big. It just needs to be yours and move in that direction and that pull. And for you, that pull is empowering people and, and health promotion for now. And that direction could change. But you're going you're moving with it rather than against it yeah and i like the term personal legend because a dream when you think of dreaming on something it often is something big you tend to think but a personal legend means it's more to you it's yours it is what you want it to be it can be i'm just happy to so i probably would have judged people in the past very bad for judging people I think I'm better now <laughs> but someone that has no interest in travelling I'm like oh you're missing out so much but some people just don't want mm-hmm. to they're happy where they are and you take Mara for example last week she's like no I had no interest mm-hmm. I always wanted to go to Scotland that's it that was it and that's and amazing. she got to go yeah yeah. and she's content she's content Yeah. and my mother would be the same where it's like oh, I have no interest in going them places and she's gone to a few places and come back and just been nah I'm more content here yeah. with my cup of tea and in, <laughs> in the garden and yeah. it's like it took me a long time to realise that yeah. that sometimes people just want to they want to marry young and have children and spend their time yeah. in Donegal or somewhere else in Ireland or wherever they are and if that's what they truly want then amazing they found the personal agent and it works for them yeah so there you go. Um, we should wrap this up. We will. Season three was a huge success. Yeah. I absolutely enjoyed it. It was a slow starter, mm-hmm. but it grew some legs. And I think we're close now to 7,000 downloads. Yeah, hopefully by another few days, another we should be days, on 7,000 yeah. uh, listeners worldwide. 71 countries, I believe, have tuned in. Nigeria's the latest, isn't Nigeria's it? Nigeria's the yeah. latest to add it on to the list. Um, we should definitely thank some people. Yeah. And, oh, oh, God. God. <laughs> I think what he wanted to say there was Hannah Sheridan, who's our photographer. Yeah. Uh, Sam O'Neill, who does a lot of our social media and is a does massive Does all help. of our social yeah. media. Basically. He does, yeah. And he's a massive help. We meet him quite regularly yeah. and just giving us pointers and uh, help with so many stuff. He's a huge driving force for us, actually. Yeah, massive. He ties us together, I guess. Yeah. We'd also like to thank Robert Shields, who helps us sound good. 
<laughs> and every time I think before we even started the season um, he came over for about two hours and the day the first day of recording we had to ring him again <laughs> and figure I it know. out we owe him a lot because he helped us figure out how to how to improve the sound so much right. so thank you Robert and also the wee brother who <laughs> who actually got a shout out this podcast actually he did yeah, I know. slip of the tongue there slip of the tongue his name <laughs> became known but he gives us his recording equipment and yeah. so we appreciate that as well. Our guests for this season, which yeah. was Ray Canellan, Mara Hunter, Hunter, and Daniel Dumick. Dumick. Yeah. Thank you to all of those for being part of this season. Thank you, the listener. Especially thank you, the listener. And for everyone who gave us a rating on Spotify, for whatever reason that did, it seems to get us much more traction. So mm-hmm. if you haven't given us a rating on Spotify or on Apple Podcast or, or wherever yeah, you which we're now on, um, it literally takes ten seconds to go into the podcast and give us a rating, and it somehow seems to get us more listens. Um, I guess it pops up for people as suggestions. Yeah. So if one request we might make that if you are listening and you've enjoyed any of this season or the previous seasons, can you please rate, review, send to a friend, share on your social media. It would be huge for us to push it on to that next level. And a lot of you have done it before and already have. So thank you so much. And we really are grateful for really grateful. all of that. It really makes it worthwhile to sit and to organize and to plan. And when that all comes together and people seem to enjoy listening to us. So I think we are incredibly grateful for that. Are we going to do a season four? I'm up for it, yeah. Are you? <laughs> I remember this at the end of season two. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely up for it, and I'm looking forward to seeing where our personal legends take us to by the end of season four. Yeah, it's very exciting. So, thank you, everyone. Thank you, Aiden. Thank you, Stephen, as well. And peace and love. Peace and love.